Sunday morning. We're back. Hit that high horn. Let's go. What's good? It's Backdoor Cover. I'm Micah, and I'm with Brad. Hello, buddy. What's up, Micah? Happy uh, Happy Sunday morning to you. Happy Sunday morning to you, fam. Another great one How in the you books. Live? Man, some good football on yesterday. It was quite good football. Yeah, that's what quite I thought. I thought you were about to uh, chastise my opinion there, but it sounds like you're on board with me. No, 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 no. I enjoyed it. I, the Clemson-Notre um, Dame game was really good. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I have different thoughts on that. Okay. But uh let's uh let's let's get it. Let's go. It's uh backdoor cover if you've never listened. I don't know how you're listening now, but we appreciate it. <laughs> Share this podcast with a friend. Just a reminder, Brad and I are up at eight AM Sunday morning recording this for you because we're the only podcast in the game that cares about you, the listener. We dropped the ball last uh, week. We're not dropping the ball again this week. That's right. We're up early, we're up at them. Uh it's exciting. So we're going to run through uh, everything that happened in college football. We might even spend a couple minutes talking about pros. Um, if you want to hear everything in uh, previewing the pro football, go back and listen to our Thursday episode with Can't Miss Mitch, where the Algo picked every game against the spread. Algo looking good on Thursday night. So we're off to a great start this week. Um, all right, where do you want to start? Let's start with Notre Dame Clemson. You want to start with the headline, huh? Let's do I it. I think that's where we got to go. Okay. Um Give me your thoughts. So I liked. I thought that it was a competitive game. I thought that it was interesting. I thought it was fun watching Clemson come back from behind. Uh, you know, it's always good to see a game go into overtime. It was sloppy. There was turnovers. So that p- perhaps is where your your gripe is with this game. Um, kind of hate to no. see Clemson go down when they're with Trevor Lawrence out. Like it's. I don't know how how does the committee even consider that like in the grand scheme of things are they out of the playoff officially because they were struck with the the covid bug or is there a chance they can get back in what does this mean uh is the world flat I don't know Michael where are we It's a great question Brad uh I think uh, the headline on ESPN college football playoff race still too close to call mm. that's good that's topical um I I don't know. I mean, I sort of agree with you that it, it the Clemson seems to have a uh, a built-in excuse now. And these teams are likely to play each other again in the ACC title game. Trevor Lawrence would presumably be back for that. The problem for Clemson wasn't really the offense, though. Uh, I mean, hell, they put up what forty. Whatever the final score of the yeah, game was. Yeah, but they, they they were scored like they had turnovers that resulted in touchdowns, like many points. That one with that bounced off at that's true. At ETN's hands for a touchdown, and then there was a pick there that it resulted in a field goal. There's all sorts of stuff there. So yeah, and I mean their their defense is actually decimated as well with injury and with COVID. Yeah, the defense is the bigger concern. But yeah. nobody else in the ACC is gonna beat them and these teams are gonna play again in four weeks. Um, and then wait, if wait, Clemson wait, comes what? back, Clemson Notre Dame plays again. Well, in the ACC championship game, ah, they both run the table. I see. And so there's, I don't. Here's what I don't see. I don't see a scenario where Clemson beats Notre Dame. Like, let's say it's another overtime game. Wait, a, in the ACC, I don't championship. think Notre Dame's in the ACC. 
They are this year only. Okay, that's where my confusion lies. I was about to say, what? What, what? Because they play in the 12 and all sorts but, of shit. Yeah, this year they are playing. They are essentially a member of the ACC, and they are eligible for the ACC championship game. How interesting. So, okay, that's cool. Theoretically, that's Notre Dame Notre Dame could win the AC, a conference they're not in. They could win the <laughs> ACC championship and not be a member of the ACC, uh, and then just disappear and not be in the conference. I got year. an early prediction for you. Are you ready? What's that? Clemson blows the fucking doors off these fools in the ACC championship. Well, what I'm trying to get at is, like, let's say Clemson beats Notre Dame in another overtime game, another super close game. Okay. I don't see a scenario where Clemson and Notre Dame are both in the playoff. Mm. Like, I don't see there's, I don't see anywhere where these teams play three times. Right. So, I, I kind of think this game is sort of meaningless. Because this game was at Notre Dame. If Clemson beats beats the breaks off Notre Dame or just beats them at all in the in the the championship, I think that's going to count more. Cause it's going to be a neutral site game and recency bias, uh, and recency bias, and, and they've strength. got the built in excuse that their quarterback wasn't there. Like, I, so I mean, I hate to say that this this game that between number four and number one doesn't matter but it, it almost doesn't seem like it matters to me yeah but that um, happens a lot in the regular season this happens in the, the sec every year i mean lsu loses to alabama and then that's goes true and plays them yeah it, it's not they don't play them in the championship but this kind of shit happens all the time yeah it's also it's also weird because it's like it's so clear that these two teams are so much better than the other ACC teams. Yeah. Like there's just no, there's no reason to believe they're not going to meet again uh, in that title game. But I concur. Uh, this, this actually leads well into the next to- talking point. If, if you don't mind me steering the ship, uh, BYU beats the dog shit out of Boise state and is now. Yeah. Eight was, no, was that Friday? That right? Yeah. It was Friday night. Yeah. 51, 17 Boise state was, number 21, and was pretty much their most formidable opin- uh, opponent on the rest of their schedule. I can't see BYU losing another yeah, game. Boy, yeah, Brigham Young's not going to lose again. Right, um, and so now, the, is that, is speaking of, of playoff, like, are they in? Like, is that that? Cause it, well, the question becomes, if BYU runs the table and finishes, like, fifth, and then Clemson and Notre Dame play again in the ACC championship game, and Clemson beats Notre Dame, do you put BYU in over Notre Dame, who has a victory over the number one team of the country, while BYU's best win is against the number 21 team of the country? Like, this is where this thing gets ugly, and That's I don't right. like BYU's chances. Even though they're going to play 10 games, and a lot of these schools right. aren't. but A full schedule, um, but their full schedule entails Louisiana Tech, Navy, Troy, Houston, Texas State, Kentucky, Western Kentucky, I should say, Northern Alabama, and San Diego State are their last two games. I mean, it so it doesn't look good, but the fact that they beat the daylights out of Boise State is at least promising. Like that, that was needed for them to be able to have a claim. Here. Yeah, and they're good. I mean, they kicked the, they beat the brakes. I mean, fifty-one um, seventeen is nothing to bat an eye at. Let's go and and Boise scored fourteen points in the fourth quarter, so it was basically fifty-one three. <laughs> right. Um, let's go back to the Clemson game though, because my complaints aren't necessarily with the turnovers. Okay. My complaints are with the ACC and with NBC and Ooh. whoever was in charge of the number of replay reviews in this game mm. in the fourth quarter was unbelievable and overtime. Well, did you in see fact, both uh-huh. the first two plays in overtime, both had reviews. They both lasted what seemed like four or five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying they're like, all I want to do 
is watch Dave Chappelle host Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and I know that that's not every minute that that game went long, and it went like 40 minutes long, push Chappelle later, which meant that I'm going to fall asleep in bed, which is, of course, what happened. So did you see um, the, the ETN fumble, or whatever it was? He, it was like a toss that bounced off his hands, was taken by the yes. defender. And so that part, that, that was at the very end of the first half, they did not pl- review that. And the guy was clearly down before he was in the end zone. Like his knee went down, like on the inch yard line, and they're they were like raising a stink. They're like, "You got all the time in the world to review this play. Why didn't you review this play?" And it just set up perfectly for what happened at the end. There, the criticism was heard by the replay booth, and they're like, "All right, we're replaying every fucking thing from here on out. We're replaying everything." And that's how yeah, it played well, out. The other thing about this game, in addition to it seemingly being in some ways. Uh, worthless or meaningless. Okay. Even though it's the stakes are so high, these are two schools. The schools are fine, I guess. Clemson especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are two programs with head coaches that I despise. Oh, you don't like? Uh, uh, I, I see. I like I think, Dabo. I don't love. Uh, oh, I hate Dabo, and I think Brian Kelly's a douche. He's kind of a like a I, puss. I hate both the, these coaches. They may be two of my least favorite in the country. What? They're playing against each other. Dabo's Notre Dame. Tight. How does Notre Dame have so many people in the stands? Indiana is basically like. One of the darkest <laughs> on lockdown is, is is one of the darkest COVID places in the country. There's kids like hanging all over each other, and then Notre Dame. You are Notre Dame. Let me say that again. You're Notre Dame. You are the you're the Dallas Cowboys football. of college football. Yes, you are the University of College Football in America. You don't ever get to rush the field ever. It doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, like you don't been, do it. They haven't been good for so long. Like not. Not super good, at least. They haven't been in the playoff. They, have they been in the playoff in the last, what, yeah, since it started? In the last five years, yeah. They they, they made it they once. They snuck in one year, and I think Clemson kicked the beat the brakes <laughs> off them. Uh, they got embarrassed by somebody. But, like, you don't get to rush the field, ever, let alone in the middle of a COVID crisis. Like, it's just, it's a bad idea to, to, <laughs> to, to it's just terrible. Everything about it pissed me off. I mean, And I'm sitting there just the waiting country. for Dave Chappelle. It, that's your problem. You were cranky. You're cranky, Mike. You didn't like it. Any other school in the country, you can do that, I guess. Although it is COVID, so you probably shouldn't. Um, I just the whole thing gave me a weird taste in my mouth, and uh, we'll see. I mean, it, it just the game took forever, mm. and now it's over. So let's. Uh, it's over until let's the, move on until the ACC championship. Yeah, until we see it again. Exactly. Brian Kelly uh, warned his players that the, the, they would storm the field, so his coaches are calling him a prophet. Oh, uh, gosh. That's a, a little over the top, although it seems very unsafe. Um, Nostradamus? Nostradame? Eh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Michigan before we get to the rest of the top 25, because Michigan loses yesterday. Ooh, they fall too. to one and two. Their first loss to Indiana since 1987. And the second straight loss, uh, they lose 38-21 in an embarrassing game. I'm just terrible, terrible. Did terrible. you watch any of this? I didn't catch much of it. Uh, I did see, yeah. I, I This was on, there were a bunch of games on in yeah. that window, and I was sort of monitoring it. I was enjoying it. I was, um, I was at a, a brewery that didn't have televisions. What, what kind of brewery doesn't have what television? What kind of brewery does that? I don't know. I I asked. I saw your your Instagram that you were at said yeah. brewery. We won't name them. And I said, how was it? And you said, it's pretty dope. Yeah. I wish you would have told me there were no TVs. Okay. See, I should have said that. But it, it was, 
See, the TVs would have taken away from the ambiance because it was out in the hill country. It was out yeah. in uh, driftwood. Like, it's real pretty. You don't have shit for internet, so I couldn't stream the games either. But oh, slapping the nuts. I mean, if you want to go sit out in the countryside and get drunk on on a uh, high percentage alcohol beers, it's a place to be. Sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, Michigan is now two and eight under Harbaugh against ranked opponents. That is just so bad. Not They're good. basically how how are they Indiana? I don't understand it. How are they worse than Indiana right now? I think um, Indiana's pretty damn good. They're three and zero now. Indiana, we'll get to Indiana. They, uh, I mean, they actually. beat Penn State in the first game of the year in o- OT. So, well, Penn State is now zero and three, and they're they look <laughs> terrible too. Whoops. So, yes, uh, hard to give them a bunch of credit. Uh, but Indiana, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're Indiana. You just beat Michigan. You beat Penn State. I forget who they beat the second week. Like, Rutgers, I, I'm sure it's Rutgers. been a. Th- Okay, it's been a thousand years since they beat both Indiana. Uh, they beat both Michigan and Penn State in the same year. I hate it for Indiana ranked thirteenth going into the game, which is the highest they've been in like thirty years. Right. I'm sure they're going to move to the top ten. Um, yeah. I hate it for Indiana fans though, because you get Michigan in Indiana. You're two and zero. You got a chance to beat them. You kick their ass at home, and you got like six hundred fans in the stands. So like there's- it's. It's There's so more good news. It's for so Indiana. deflating. So Indiana has got. They're going to beat up on Michigan State next week. Michigan State, as a reminder, lost to Rutgers, lost to Michigan, and then got absolutely destroyed yesterday by Iowa. So oh, Indiana is okay. going to come in and beat the shit out of Michigan State, and then they have Ohio State, and that's when uh, that's when reality sets in. So the twenty first, yes, in all likelihood. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Ohio State. Let's go back up and run through the rest of the uh, the top ranked teams here. Okay. Ohio State ranked number third. Number three, uh, kicked the shit out of Rutgers, unsurprisingly. Uh, 49-27. They're up 35-3 to at half, so the they second half uh, wasn't see, even that close. me off. I took, I took Ohio State to cover whatever the massive spread was. and uh, You're feeling pretty good at halftime. Yeah, I was feeling great. It was a 37.5-point spread. <laughs> probably not my most, uh, probably not the safest bet, 37.5, but lost that one. Yeah, Rutgers outscores him in the second half, and Brad loses. Justin Fields is pretty damn good. 24 mm. of 28, 314 and five touchdowns. He, to me, looks like the best quarterback they've had there. Think uh, so. Especially as, as a potential pro prospect. Like, he he just impresses me so much more than Dwayne uh, Haskins and, and the other guys they've had. Um, he's a stud, and they are they're good. They, they are got rolling. All, they got everything. Yeah, uh, Rutgers stinks, so we'll we won't spend too much time on that. Um, a big game and, and another impressive win yesterday. Uh, Florida kicks the shit out of Georgia, and I, again, I don't like to say I told you so, but I'm just going to continue to say this on every podcast that I'm on, so people know how smart I am. Mm. You can't win at the highest level in college football without a dynamic quarterback in 2020. You just can't do it. Florida has that. Kyle Trask. 30 of 43, 474, and four touchdowns. He has more passing touchdowns through however many games they have, five, than any player in SEC history, like way more than Joe Burrow, a thousand times more than Tim Tebow. Like, the dude is rolling. He is a really good player. Yeah. It's also amazing that he wasn't the starter, at, you know, that that uh, the bozo who's at Arkansas, uh, <laughs> Felipe yeah. Franks, was ahead of him on the depth chart. Last year. Kyle Trask is a star. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Trask can play. He sure trashed Missouri last week. He sure did. But they put up they put up forty one last week against Missouri. They put up forty four on Georgia, including 
what, 41 in the first half? Or no, no, 38 in the first half. A lot. And they only scored, I mean, 38 they points six in the first half. in the second half. half, yeah. Yeah, Georgia, and, and Georgia, the bigger the bigger issue is Georgia, um, you know, we can talk about Kyle Trask being dynamic. Georgia's playing a former walk-on at quarterback, and then he gets hurt and or leaves the game, and they play the guy who beat him out, and he stinks. They don't have the dynamic player. They've got everything. Except for How a dynamic the hell? quarterback. I'm going to say this every and week, it, too. How the hell do they not have a five-star quarterback in Georgia? You've got to figure they have one on the roster, but it just has to be. he can't play or, or something. I mean, it's it's crazy. And and then you look at Clemson, who, I mean, that the DJU, which what everybody's calling him. Yeah. Guy, he's a true freshman. He looks incredible. He looks I mean, like I know a he, he makes beast. he makes a mistake or two, but I'm just talking about his size. Game. His sheer size yeah. and arm he's strength a, is freakish. Like he was hitting ball like balls that weren't like they were hitting receivers in the hands and then dr- being dropped, and the receivers were like shaking their hands. It was like Brett Favre rockets. So uh, let me ask you a question: Why didn't that dude go to Georgia? <laughs> right. It's it's weird. How can Georgia not get that guy or, or somebody someone like, like that? Yeah. Because I mean, they, they ha- and like they're in the point, top five every a, year in recruiting. Having every year, I mean, a top like if a five-star freshman quarterback, even if he's going to make mistakes, makes Georgia so much better than they are now. Well, I mean, their you look ceiling at the last, is raised like, so much. Couple of years, every year, it's because a quarterback's holding them back. Like you know, that's a high priority at recruiting for it's got that squad. Like they they it's been a weakness of theirs for three, four, five years in a row. So. Yeah, I'm with you, man. How is that possible? Florida, although Florida, I'm also give Florida credit. I mean, they've got talent. Oh, they're freaks. That that program is back in a way that it hasn't been in in a long time. Uh, This is as close to the Urban Meyer years as they've had. Yeah, yeah, they've got studs. Tooney, Um, whatever that guy's deal is, he is just outrageous. Such it's, a such. This a is not a great time to be another school in the SEC East, unfortunately. Between Agreed. Florida and Georgia and the talent that those two have. How the hell um, did Florida lose? Or, yeah, how the hell did Florida lose to A and M? I just what? Well, the Aggies looked good. pretty damn good yesterday. Yeah, uh, we'll get to them here in a second. We'll move on. Cincinnati beats the shit out of Houston. Cincinnati that was, was my coming. lock of the week. Me too. On uh, too much dip, and uh, my other sports podcast, which you can listen to wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, 38-10 to 10 over Houston. Houston stinks, and Cincinnati's really good. So, they're really good. I mean, Cincinnati's ranked sixth, and now they're 6-0. and oh. they're, They've got a better chance than BYU to get into this thing, I think. The way that they're explosive, oh, yeah. the way... They're, I mean, the, unbeaten... Cincinnati's yes. right there. I don't know who they have left, and it's going to be a challenge to get into that top four, but, I mean, they're... You know, I, I, the, I'm looking at their schedule now... Eastern Carolina, UCF, Temple, and Tulsa. Uh, none of those make you make you go crazy, although that conference does have a championship game. I don't know if they're playing it this year or not, so perhaps you'd get another matchup against, uh, I don't know, maybe SMU. Uh, SMU's a pretty good team. They beat the maybe Memphis. breaks off of SMU 40, 42-13. They kicked Memphis's ass 49-10, yeah. and now they beat Houston 38-10. I mean, like, they're really... I mean, they've beaten everybody. They beat UCF uh, by three touchdowns. They beat Army by fourteen. They, you know, they they haven't had a close game yet. Uh, they go to C- to UCF. So that UCF be... traditionally been good for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. That could be the biggest one left on their schedule. But Cincinnati looks legit. 
Uh, the Aggies look legit. Hates me to, I hate to say it, but they kick <laughs> the living hell out of South Carolina, who kicks yeah. a field goal in the fourth quarter and still loses forty-eight to three. So the Aggies just totally dominated. They Kellen kicked Mond a field goal just to get on the board. Four huh? touchdowns. Yeah, classic must-champ move. Yeah. Can't Kellen Mond now the all-time uh, touchdown passer in A and M history. Feels like How he's been there for that fifteen possible? years. So. Hasn't he been the starter there for like nine seasons? I don't know. Uh, he had four touchdowns yesterday. Aggies just roll. I, I'm still not sold on this team. Okay. But with LSU in a down year, and they've already if they beat Auburn, I forget if they've if they've already faced Auburn I'm this season. I'm checking it now. So they beat Auburn Florida. is down this year. They got they got whipped by Alabama, but they have Auburn in December. They still have Auburn to go. They still have LSU, but they should be heavily favored against LSU. Tennessee is still on their schedule. Tennessee looks like a fucking dog after what they did yesterday, too, in Mississippi. The Aggies are going to be able to make a run at this thing. Um, Would their one loss be in Alabama? Yeah, but they still lost by so much to the to Bama. They're I ranked mean, seventh. We'll see what that. happens there. I think they're going to slip up somewhere along the way. I you just don't Bama have is? confidence. Or no, A&M? the Aggies. Okay. I just don't have the confidence the Aggies can run the table. Um I just don't have that confidence. And the the all-state playoff predictor powered by ESPN has the Aggies uh at a they're not even the, uh, less than 5% chance to make the turn, the playoff. Really? Uh that's weird. They have Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Wisconsin as the most likely, uh followed by Georgia, Notre Dame, Oregon, Wisconsin South Carolina. Has, oh, that was 11 days ago. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. ESPN, and ESPN's got me all fucked up here. Yeah. All right, uh, Oregon playing their first game of the season kicked the shit out of Stanford. I mean, I, there's not much to glean from these Pac-12 games. Yeah, this is know, the first. This is their first game, game of the season. Yeah, uh, we talked about Indiana ranked 13th, kicking the shit out of Michigan. The new rankings aren't out, but I mean, this is an amazing historical season for Indiana. Congratulations to anybody who follows them. Enjoy for uh, two more weeks. I'm surprised we haven't heard from Will from Michigan. I guess I haven't checked the hotline, but. Uh, I bet Will, you there's you some okay? sad, sad stuff out there for for Will from Michigan. Year six of Harbaugh, and they're going backwards. It's crazy. Mm. He's going to get the hell out of there, I think. You think uh, that's it? Oklahoma State holds on to beat Kansas State. This was a comeback. Uh, Oklahoma State had zero points at halftime, uh, but came back and beat K-State in Manhattan 20-18. to 18. I hate Oklahoma State. I hate their coach. Uh, I mean, he's another top five most hateable coach in the country for me. But this is number a great one win. mullet in the country, though. It's a good win for Oklahoma State. Uh, again, I don't think they're super good either. They're no contender, but uh, and they'll probably get smoked by Oklahoma. You can't lose to Texas. But, yeah, they lo- They beat K State. It was a good win for them. Uh, Kansas State have been playing pretty pretty well. Uh, it's always a little tough. So then uh, Coastal Carolina is ranked 15th. They are now 7-0. and They they smoke South Alabama 23-6. to I yeah. actually did get to see a little bit of this. Um, those games on that teal field are so annoying. Agreed. It's lame. Did you, who, who'd you take in this game for our office pool picks? Oh, uh, gosh. I took, I, I took Coastal I and I they took didn't Carolina. cover. Yeah, they yeah. didn't cover. What was the line? Oh, they didn't? Uh-uh. It was a lot. Uh, 16 and a half. 
Uh, the number 16 team in the country is Marshall, which I did not realize. Marshall is now 6-0. and They beat UMass 51-10. to Oh, wait. I'm, I, my math is bad. Coastal Carolina did cover. I had South oh, Alabama. Okay. okay. Ah. I haven't checked so, to see where I am after now, the, uh, the It sounds games. like you're in pretty good shape is what it sounds like. UMass is, uh, UMass is 0-2 and, and only has one more game on their schedule. <laughs> Uh, but Marshall beat them fifty-one to ten. So congrats to to Marshall. Moving on, the men. Uh, Iowa State. Iowa State beats Baylor. Baylor falls to one and four, uh, thirty-eight to thirty-one. Baylor is every game is close for Baylor, and they've come up on the the losing end most of them this season. Iowa yeah. State improves to five and two. Charlie Brewer needs to not not play football anymore. He what's wrong? Has he got he, to make concussions? Yeah, he's had some public concussions. He dives head first. Like he makes me nervous. I and I don't I don't know anything about the kid and I don't have any real investment in him emotionally, but every time I watch him it makes me I'm scared. And like he's it, they're one and four. Just shut him down. Charlie, just go get into real estate or something. You're not going to play in the NFL. Like go buddy up with uh Chip and JoJo and just start running away. <laughs> that's that's you, that's where your future is, kid. Um Chip All and right, JoJo further, plus Charlie Brewer, Brewer would be a power combo. That's right. Further up I-35, SMU uh, beats Temple in Philadelphia uh, 47-23. They scored 27 points in the fourth quarter to put this thing away. This was a close game in the second half until then. Shane Bouchelle, 24 of 35, 355, and four touchdowns. Pretty strong. Uh, SMU, Sugar Shane. the ponies improved to 7-1. and one. Oklahoma gets right the easiest way in the country to get right. You play Kansas, uh, <laughs> sixty-two to nine, and not that close. I mean, God damn, Kansas is bad. Uh, Kansas now zero and seven. They are not going to win a game this year, and that makes me so so happy. So so happy. Oklahoma didn't really play well. Rattler was only fifteen of twenty-seven. Yeah, um, and they just just whipped these fools. Uh, USC in one of the most entertaining games of the day. Comes back, scores late, beats uh, the Herm Firm in Arizona State, twenty-eight twenty-seven. Yeah, the big, the biggest story here. I mean, USC is ranked twentieth. They'll, I'm sure, they'll get an artificial boost up the the rankings. Uh, they had to scratch and claw to get uh, to get this win. The big story to me though is this game started at nine a.m. because the Pac-12 was so desperate to get in the big nude window game. <laughs> that they they had to start a game at 9 a.m. in in California. Like it, it's sort of pathetic mm. that that's what they're doing. But that's USC what had to they score did. 14 points in the fourth quarter to, to win this one by one. So yeah, they scored 14-3 is the scoring late fourth quarter. Yeah, and uh, apparently Herm Edwards' team had a 4:45 wake up call for a 9 a.m. game. Yeah, brutal. Uh, Texas Saturday morning clo- closer to home here uh, in Austin. Texas beats. West Virginia, 17-13. This was not a fun game. <laughs> it's kind of a struggle. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> this is a good win. The Horns have now won three in a row after losing to Oklahoma. and uh, Including an Okie State win that was pretty good. Including an Oklahoma State win. This is a solid win. Uh, West Virginia is okay. They're, they're showing some signs. They've got some players. Uh, I don't want to spend any more time on it. Agreed. Uh, the, here's another coach who's in my top five most hateable. Ooh. Uh, Hugh Freeze at Liberty goes to Virginia Tech. Liberty improves to seven and zero. They beat Virginia Tech thirty eight thirty five. 
He's the religious nut, right? I yes. He yeah. I don't know if he is personally, but that's the religious nut university. Um not all the people at Liberty are religious nuts, although most probably are. Uh, but their administration is right. uh, very nutty. Yeah. Um, we, you know, I, I, if you hate me, just call the hotline 800-392-6344. <laughs> if you want Hugh to defend Freeze, Liberty, give us a yeah, call. Yeah, Hugh Freeze will 1,000% just be walking out the door the soon, as soon as that season ends to go take a better job. So, like, if you think he's a man of faith and a, and a strong man who's changed his life at Liberty, he's going to thank you by leaving as quickly as possible. What was his problem? What did he do that you hate him so much for? He was arranging hookers or That's escorts right. when he was at Ole Miss. He was also very hateable uh, for a lot of reasons. So, And then he, he coached <laughs> a game in a like hospital hiring bed a, last year. There's nothing like hiring a guy who was, was uh, setting up hookers for his players at a super religious school. That's And they, that's they hired... They also hired the athletic director from, was it Baylor? When Baylor had all the rape scandal? Like, right. that's the guy at Liberty? Like, Liberty will give anybody a chance. It's bizarre. Uh, but we're not going to get into that. That's a weird way to end this podcast. <laughs> it's too late. People are going to be mad. All right, we got yeah. 45 seconds to get out of here. I to keep this under 30 minutes, so let's just you do that. Play Purdue, and, play you out? Purdue and Wisconsin was canceled. There were, I think, 10 games canceled yesterday. Yeah. Anything you're looking forward to on uh, in the NFL today? I, I mean, it's just going to be, isn't it, the the league is ravaged by COVID, so we'll see how this all plays out. Des Bryant is uh, is He's is not active. suiting up, is he? Yeah, he's active uh, for the shit. Ravens today. The, my favorite story, we got 20 seconds, my favorite story is there's a headline, NFLPA investigating security cameras in New York Jets locker room <laughs> that apparently someone got hurt because of uh, one of these these cameras. All right, hit that exit music. Let's get out of here, Brad. Until next time. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.